0: This is like almost replacing the funky music for me and things that just get me going. Do, 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 do. It's like, oh, my type of funk! It's like the everyday funk. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNBR Nuggets Podcast. Let's go!
1: It's
0: good to have vote back, man. Bringing the energy early, early, and often. We're presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook. App. Use promo code DNBR whenever you sign up and join us in our gambling fun. Guys, feeling it today. We've been waiting. How many times How many shows have we talked about the NBA MVP?
2: Is it one hundred? Yeah. How many shows have we done?
1: Yeah, I'd say like at least seventy five percent of our shows have mentioned the MVP in some capacity.
0: Well, guess what we're talking about today? The MVP. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. We're going to talk about the presentation of the MVP award, which I thought was fantastic. I thought it was great. It brought so many warm fuzzies to my heart, uh, and we're going to relive all of those and kind of contextualize all of them to help me do that. I've got the man with the wind behind his hat sitting there in the studio's chair, or uh, the uh, producer's chair of Studio B, it's Harrison
1: Lynn. Yeah, I'm ready to go, guys. I got my Starbucks. Me and D-Line just went to Jimmy John's, got a nice Don't sandwich in me, had a great <laughs> afternoon, Re- ready to go today, ready to go.
0: I, I love it, man. I love it. Um, Jimmy John's—that's like uh, the
2: go-to for DNBR. It's How many times have you reference. gone this
3: week, D-line?
2: I at this point, you should call me Jimmy. <laughs> so
3: dumb. Thank
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Down here, I've got Brendan Vote, fresh off of the DNBR Rockies podcast. It's Brendan Vote.
3: What's up, fellas? Thanks for having me on this pod. I'm excited to spread my wings and try talking about the Nuggets for a change.
0: Oh, I'm excited to have you. Uh, and then down below, you guys know him, the
2: anchor of the group, D-line Co. Wow, that could mean a variety of things. I can't imagine it was you complimentary. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think you mean anchor as in uh what a sailboat uh, uses an anchor for.
3: <laughs> just dragging you along. Just, just, just
2: I just to- keep the show just going nowhere. Let's just go. towing D
1: Line Co. Uh, No, actually,
0: I'm excited for today's show because yesterday, look, I had low expectations. I had very low expectations. Maybe like a a FaceTime call, Jokic, like the camera, like right in his face or something, like something really, really lame. Uh, Not like a
1: statement, just
0: just a statement. Maybe a statement that just, yeah, like is at the bottom third of the TNT show where it's just like Jokic has won. He says things. Uh, But no, actually, I thought it was very well done. We're going to talk about that right off the bat. We're going to talk even more about Jokic's comments. We talked to Jokic for what I believe to be the last time until September, the last time of the spring and summer seasons. We'll, we'll reconvene again in the fall with Jokic. And he had some very interesting things to say. I thought very interesting things to say um, from Sombor, his hometown. We're going to talk about new trophies. We're going to talk about the executive of the year. <laughs> and then, of course, at the very end, we might play a little whoop that trick and uh, talk about the playoffs and the 50-point beatdown that happened because nothing makes sense but first. Harrison, I had low expectations. Tell me what you were thinking as you were watching this
1: uh, presentation that happened yesterday on the TNT broadcast. I was thinking, like, how is this real life? H- how is this actually happening? Because I had low expectations too, but it was absolutely perfect. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it could have been – more perfect and Jokic in his environment at his home riding up on a horse surrounded by friends and family I mean that's him yeah like like that's him at his core and way to put it Jokic is he's a lot of things but at the end of it all he's real and he's himself and he's genuine and he's just like refreshingly organic and that's what yesterday was when he rode up on that horse, and he got the MVP surrounded by, really like probably the only people he cares about. Like he's got a ridiculously <laughs> small circle. Impossible. I, think, I
0: wasn't there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think most of the people he actually cared about were there, and so just to just to see the raw emotion and the realness of that, it w- it was perfect because that's just who he is. I love that you're highlighting the authenticity of it because to me
0: that's that's 100 percent what shined through. And credit to TNT. Good journalists allow, they don't tell makeup stories. They don't do that, they allow the story to be told, to be revealed. And I thought that that's part of what this presentation was, is I felt like more so than almost any other event, we got taken inside Jokic's private life just a little yeah. bit. Just just you we were enough. into his world anxious, for just a second. And that's what I just loved about it, is it was almost felt like this gorilla style. Into Jokic's life for five minutes. Man. Eric, what was your takeaway?
2: Or what was your thought? Well, first off, shouts to you for referring to the TNT broadcast as good journalism. Good journalists. <laughs> I'm just they, they got lucky one time. <laughs> wow. I
0: love the TNT show though. Don't don't even blast.
2: Oh me. listen, nasty. I mean but you know, I mean I'm not arguing that, but the, the term journalist anyway, um yeah man, wow, like uh when it first came on, I just didn't know what to anticipate. It came up, like, really quickly. Um, like, I learned it was happening 15 minutes before it happened. And then uh, you just watch it, and the, the t- it's the tears, man. Like, you just see Jokic feel what you assume uh, equates to some amount of pride and, like, allowing somebody who's so remarkable um, to see them enjoy the fruits of their labor and, like, to see them in a moment of reflection where Nikola Jokic, I've said this over and over. I'll say it every day is the most important person that's ever come into my life. (laughs) Like he's just (laughs) altered my life. in so many like immeasurable and very impactful ways. And I love seeing him happy. Like I love seeing him. I love seeing him touched. Um, and, you know, I love that he doesn't care at all about the the circus show that is the NBA, that he dresses it down in a way that is so refreshing, as Harrison says. But also, like, it's it's appropriate. Like, what are we talking about? Like, he's the best basketball player. Like, What's with the pomp and circumstance? Like, let's get the award and let's let's see what Jokic is really all about. And then um, the other thing is that uh, I, I learned in Serbian that uh, when he arrived on his source, somebody, potentially his father, uh, was heard saying... Uh, why are you crying? Don't be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another detail that just makes this so beautiful. I love it. I couldn't get enough.
0: Yeah, I love that. You're right. That part of it, by the way, real detail. Apparently in Serbian, somebody's odd, you can
3: be heard telling Jokic. Okay,
2: just stop being a That's pussy.
3: Friends <laughs> we're really excited to transcribe that one for us. On a lot of PMs. Uh, uh, Vote. <laughs> Your turn. Yeah, I was going to say something similar to Eric. I I think how much it meant to him is what stood out to me, and I think he said as much in his interview, not necessarily the award, but seeing that the Nuggets Brass had made that trip, as Wind was saying, see a collection of so many of his biggest supporters and not just friends, but people that have believed in him, that have put him in this situation, sort of all in one place. And then, of course, his actual literal family there as well. To see him get overwhelmed like that emotionally is not something – We see a lot from him, and I do think it was about the whole thing, the people, the community, uh, the moment. But after hearing him sort of sound so apathetic about this award all season long, cool to see some emotion in this moment because this is a culmination, and it's not just about the hardware in his hands, right? It's about this Jokic journey. So it was really cool to see him almost break down like that. And in a way, given how unlikely – any sort of real success was this year. I was kind of glad we'd all like to see this team playing, but I was kind of glad that Jokic had a chance to take this award back home in his element, in his place. Uh, And I don't know, like it would have been cool to see them continue playing, of course, but Jokic has earned this. He's earned that moment in that place with those people. And it just all felt very, very appropriate. Right.
2: Like as opposed to just the, uh, Uh, some weird meeting hall in a a best western or whatever that was last this
0: one was as good as last year's was bad you're right I mean that that really is it and it's funny because so much we thought and maybe even at moments stressed over what would it be like getting the award but you're not even in the playoffs anymore and this or that turns out awesome it was great it's actually like so much better I (laughs) use the only way to do it (laughs) I even think back to like Marcus Smart that's the only other one of these awards that i remember from this year i know we've had these different ones but marcus smart got it at practice everybody kind of hugged it and it was a cool moment but like you compare that to freaking we just got Jokic riding in on a, the trotter like that this is the all-time he had a helmet on for some reason like first of all what was this real like was Jokic really was that really the moment that he was surprised uh, it was maybe a little staging because i am
1: 50 uh, 50 on this like it was too perfect well, that, to that's what i'm saying yeah that's because when you asked me my initial reaction i was like is this real life is this actually happening because it was too perfect like it's it so was perfect. just so freaking perfect but i've got to believe that it was mostly genuine because i i really feel like the only way they could have gotten that reaction and like gotten it to set up like that is if they just totally surprised him, right? Which which they definitely did. They they just had to pull one over on him,
0: hundred percent
1: to, to get him in that sort of uh like Here, here's situation. What probably
0: happened. He, I mean, he knew the MVP was coming, right? Like this wasn't he was blown away. So he knew probably there was going to be something, and I'm guessing there was one of those like, "Hey Nicola, around one p.m. today, we're going to need you to be out on the track for a while, like away from the stable for." one hour while we set up mm-hmm. all this equipment and stuff. So I'm sure he's like, all right, there's probably going to be something there. But when he gets there and sees Tim Conley and Michael Malone yeah. and Josh Cronkey, I think that was the part that was like, oh, wow. I just thought it was going to be like Dude, some reporter.
2: I love the idea. Yeah. They're like, oh, we, man, we need this time to set up all of this staging and equipment. And then they grabbed the most rickety looking table that <laughs> just hey, and a weird, it and made and a, it and a, even more perfect. I though. know, but I just like this idea. They're like, all right, we got to, we got to find a table somewhere. Everybody got a table? We're essentially presenting an off-screen Oscar. We need to make sure that the scene is appropriate for the uh, magnitude of this award. They're like, what about this table here that we smoke cigarettes at? And uh, this <laughs> like, yeah. and this chair that, uh, you? Uh, well, it was just in Dreamcatcher's stable. He uses it to eat hay off of, but th- there we go. <laughs> That's what made it so charming, though. I'm telling you, they could have galled
0: up... Um, the the town square building or gotten this elaborate offense or something. Like the fact that they're like, hey, yoke likes horses and the stable, first of all, looked awesome. Is there any person that's honest with themselves that didn't want to be inside that little barn like with the little people at <laughs> like, the accordion And it's like <laughs> you look at that, and you're thinking, we've seen club live in Miami and like all these exotic places when a championship or if something's awarded and it's all this like glamour, like, oh my Kobe brought bottles of Dom, you know, whatever for everybody in the entire bar. (laughs) Yogic is like his cousin Earl is like serving shots of Rakia and stuff. Yeah, man. You could tell there's probably was that- shit
3: right off I'm the yelling. camera. Was that Ogi playing guitar, too, the whole time? No way. Was, was it? it? I thought I saw him in the pictures. I could be wrong. There was yeah. some dude on an accordion. I know that. Accordion,
0: stand-up, bass, guitar. and it- They had the, all the hits. Dude, and
3: also after seeing that, I'm
2: now convinced that the question yesterday, like, what will Jokic do with all of his money? I think he'll probably just bury most of it. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. think he has any use for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't- I-
3: go ahead. No, you go. You go. I don't think there's any way it was staged. I don't think you could convince Jokic to stage anything. I just think he would yeah, say yeah. no. Totally. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was is. just, it was just for a, for
1: you know a brief moment. I feel like we were just transported into this world that we've heard about for so long, but we didn't know exactly what it looked like. Yes. And we finally got yes. a glimpse of it. Yes. And it was awesome. It's like a world where you can totally see why he would just retreat to Sombor and not talk to anybody or go on social media because it just looks awesome. Like, did you guys notice how there were only a couple people like filming what was happening on their phones? No, Nobody had their phones out except for like a couple people, like people that are from the Nuggets. And it was just like, it's just a totally different world than, than we're used to. Love that, and it's just yeah. like, it's just awesome. Yeah, I love that, man.
0: Um, Let's get into some of the other details here. I mean, so who was there is interesting. I mean, Michael Malone flying out there I thought was great. Tim Conley as well. Uh, The guy doesn't really surprise me a little bit because I think Tim Conley might have to fly back out there here in a couple weeks. First of all, a little tidbit I've heard, they were out there for six hours. That's what Jokic said this morning, right, that they flew all the way out there basically for the evening and then flew out, I'm sure, on Josh Kroenke's chartered plane, which is awesome. But that's who, that's who stood out to me. Josh Kroenke was in attendance. And I think this is meaningful for a couple of reasons. One, like, why was Tim Conley and Michael Malone there? Because they want to show support of the guy who has made their life. You talk about impacting your life, Eric. I mean, talk about those two guys whose life's literally completely different because of Nikola Jokic. But Josh Kroenke is the guy, the owner, who's sort of above those things. Like, Josh Kroenke's life is made better by Nikola Jokic's presence. But his life is so far above reproach, you know, that he – you know there's that i thought it was very meaningful that he was out there and not just out there i've told people this a lot in my experience not that i know the guy josh is a pretty normalish dude like you meet a lot of very wealthy people or owners or successful people and you're like man that's not a that's not a person that's something josh Cronkey's a normal but pretty normal dude from my experience and he was out in a t-shirt that he clearly had made on VistaPrint or something like that that he had he had done this to me i thought that was the coolest part of all of this it was like josh Cronkey. Not just was there, but clearly was there because he wanted to be and felt the moment, like he understood the moment. I thought that was, I thought that was such a cool thing. It was yeah. cool. It's
2: also cool that Josh kranke is like slowly turning into the Unabomber. I was, hit on, <laughs> I like it took me a little bit to figure out who, like this beard he's cultivated is impressive to say the very least. It looks like a COVID beard that he's like kept. for <laughs> dude. I didn't recognize him, and I'm like, I, I. But I love that he was there. I love that he was wearing yoke uh, it shirts and um, two different ones. I just I, love that he had multiple like great. knockoff yoke shirts. Yeah, I, I
1: want to know when the wardrobe changes took place. Like snap a picture Josh is like, all right, I got to switch up the shirt now. Snap I, think the first, I
2: think the first one was a sweatshirt and the second one he was just
3: wearing underneath the sweatshirt.
1: Could be, but l-
2: little things like that.
3: <laughs> I mean, maybe this is really dumb. I'm sure the chat will let me know if it sounds dumb. Little things like that when we were at Stiffs, Adam and Eric, you made take that L on the way out. We saw Josh wearing that shirt at a oh, press yeah, conference yeah. once. Yeah, there's just L. little things to me that make me think. Well, I know as a whole, as a property by Cro- by the Cronkies, the Nuggets are neglected. We can say that. They just the building hope that there is an increasing sense of pride around this org and the decision makers and the owners. Just little things like that. That I'm like, hey, that's cool. Like he he's caring, right? He's dipping his toes into the culture. It's more than just checking the checking the numbers at the end of the year, you know. Totally. It doesn't
0: make up you for I mean the big thing with Josh crying, we're not gonna overlook like the altitude, this or that. But course. I just but I just want it so I don't want people to think we're over yeah. here like yeah completely neglected. I just think from a does this guy get it in this way? And it's like, yeah, he clearly does, man. Like he gets it on a very He gets that in a way that's not too dissimilar from the people watching the show get it. Of this, like, hey man, we love this king of ours. He's so cool, and like, I'll wear a freaking whatever those those lame shirts. I'd (laughs) rather wear Eric shirts.
2: Yo, Josh Cronkey has reached out to me through another person, and I have hand delivered Josh Cronkey assistant (laughs) a whole bunch of shirts like he wanted that he he is very plugged into the culture he loves seeing i mean i've not i I, i'm of course everything i'm saying is based off of his assistant's face for when i (laughs) dropped it off (laughs) his assistant told me he loves it but from what i could tell from the assistant's face is that he loves the culture (laughs) i'm
1: just so glad he
0: was out there and a part of this go ahead harrison
1: yeah i was gonna say Like, flying to Serbia for six hours, it seems like a big deal, but it's probably not for a billionaire like Josh Kroenke. Like, oh, I got to gas up the jet and go to Serbia and come back in a day. Like, I can do that. Like, this it's not a huge deal. But I think for him to show up there, that's going to mean a lot to Yoke going forward. And, like, I, I think by now we know... Nikola Jokic is never going to play for another NBA team. I, I don't think we have to keep asking him about that. Like that's settled. We'll um, but too. just him being out there, Josh Crocky being out there for that moment, I think that's going to go a long way with Nikola and just that, that connection.
0: Jokic is a family guy. Like he's like all about family and the the close, like this is why he doesn't care about anybody outside that tight circle. And when you're talking about celebrating in this tiny little bar, barn, Far that they were you saw the photos in fact Kale, you can pull those up if you have them handy but some of those like photos where they're just in this tiny little place drinking oh, shots dude. of rakia and, and gel and beers or yelling i guess it would be called yelling beers you know like the fact that that this billionaire was willing to go not just willing but by all accounts eager to go out and participate in that i thought was so cool look at these photos man look at these tank top Jokic already in full effect look at malone the way he looks at it, too Did you- did you guys Look at this bar me. i'm telling you man like this is my style would i rather be at club live in miami with bottle service or wherever i am with this stand up like come on man is this not the coolest bar in the entire universe and there's only eight <laughs> people allowed in yeah. one of them has yeah. a top human.
1: yeah no it's it was incredible it, <laughs> was, it was perfect like i've said many
2: times <laughs> It is a lake. I mean, it. The word rustic, right? Can be applied to many things. Like
1: this hat. Where did this hat come from? <laughs> Whose hat is this, dude? Where Yoko did Ch- it come
2: from? What is? Uh, more why why just... is he wearing it? Like, yeah. More...
1: What, what's what's going kind on? That a selfie.
2: Yes, he's taking a selfie or he or that's just how far away he has to hold his phone
3: in order God, to, oh, to read it. It's possible the in the background.
2: <laughs> By the cr- way, this is <laughs> when
3: I think of the Serbian trip. This is it in my head. I oh, know, my I God, like wrong. to
0: Be at a bar, a barn.
2: Dude, it, I, If we boy. don't if we're not taught and practice and scream every like Serbian drinking song that there is like man. some sort of like serbian oh, jig dude. that we're supposed to do while like if that doesn't happen i'm never coming back to serbia like, we yeah. have
0: to learn the words to at least one serbian <laughs> I <know>. song. <laughs> i mean look at the top human writing
1: in here with this carriage his trotter thing oh my My God. favorite picture like cinderella I, I actually uh, i actually power ranked the best moments from okay presentation <laughs> of course you did um the the best moment is when he's just doing the tnt video in front of just the dream catcher stable backlit. Oh, like it's, you're right. Dream it's catcher standing right over his Dude. shoulder, man.
3: I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Like, was I... there a moment where yo could just like we can do this, but Dreamcatcher hat like has First to, all, be, you, yeah, yeah, like in the shot? <laughs> Non-negotiable. <laughs> I also
0: love that the horse just stood there the whole night just looking straight ahead. as if he was like a prop. It was just so perfect. Um, We got to hit our first break, guys, or I'm going to get yelled at. So I don't, no, want, I don't want to. Face. I just
3: want to talk about this all day.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it again in second oh, okay, soon, So So cool. Not cool. to worry. We'll be back talking more about this, including what Yoke had to say when he was interviewed.
3: If you
1: haven't been able to watch Nuggets and Avs in Rapids games this season, check out Ivanka TV. Evaca tv go to evaca.tv slash dnvr Evaca tv they've got altitude sports they've got at&t sportsnet for the rockies this summer they've also got other national channels as well now available in denver and colorado springs go to Evaca.tv slash dnvr you can get Evaca tv for ten dollars off your first three months when you use the promo code dnvr comes out to only fifteen dollars a month your first three months you get a free receiver as well, no contracts, no hidden fees. Again, just fifteen dollars a month for your first three months plus a receiver with that promo code DNVR at evaca.tv slash DNVR. Gets it up with these guys now so you're ready to go when Nugget season tips off in the fall. Evaca.tv slash DNVR. Also at DraftKings Sportsbook this week. The NBA playoff action is non-stop. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win. Get $150 in free bets if they do. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs, check out DraftKings Same Game Parlays. You can do just that. Right now, all customers, this isn't just for new customers, all customers can place a Same Game Parlay with three or more legs, get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. So say you go two for three on your same game parlay, you lose, you're going to get a free bet back up to $25 just because that one leg didn't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code DNVR, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700.
0: One other thing, Eric, Eric might disagree with this. So Felipe, the strength and conditioning coach, last year designed the MVP shirt. That ended up going viral. They hired somebody to print them and this or that and, and made some money off them. This year they made another one it says some people want to see you fail disappoint them um first of all it's just hilarious that they have this thing now where they make these shirts apparently this one will not be for sale it's only for them which is also like part of the charm i mean just think about this again it's almost like ma like little league mom to be like hey we're all making parent t-shirts for the tournament (laughs) we're all gonna wear them and like
2: yeah it's like having like the Marez family reunion official (laughs) t-shirt yes exactly
0: Only it's yeah. for
1: the NBA MVP. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's so awesome
2: because when forever
1: you look at that shirt, you're going to be like, oh, I was at Dreamcatcher's stable when I wore this shirt. Like, I, I was there. <laughs> I was, I was there. one of the few that were there. Very, very much an exclusive. Um, some other highlights from
0: it today are uh, from yesterday's presentation. The first time we ever saw Baby Ognyena, Ognyena, Ognya, Ognya, it's our first time. Like I don't, Ogyenna. it's so funny, man. Because I'm telling you, like the Kardashians, the royal family, whatever. It's so dumb. I don't understand it. Why people get into it? And then I see Baby Ognya and I'm like,
3: oh. <laughs> I don't is. relate to this part. You what? I don't relate to that part. Really? No. What
0: about Eric Harrison? Was there any
1: like feels when you saw Baby Ognya for the first time? yeah absolutely absolutely i mean i i had seen her at games because she has been to a couple games um like walking in with Jokic's wife wearing those huge headphones that babies wear. it's like so cute <laughs> but um i've seen her at games but never like up close like that i i saw her look into that crystal ball and like See her future almost. I love that I love
0: Zarko has spelled it out for me as if the spelling was the bug. Yeah, that's the well, spelled, I, The pronunciation as, becomes much easier.
2: As the Serbians will tell you every single time, it is phonetic. So yeah, but it's can,
0: not. I'm phonetic yeah. here, first of all. There's no way I can. Get Adam, it it it's, it's phonetic.
3: phonetic. Right. I have a different alphabet. It's not phonetic to me. It's uh, <laughs> phonetic. If, uh,
0: uh, if it was phonetic, it would be Oggengena.
2: Ogen jena. Ognjena. Ognjena,
0: so it's not phonetic.
2: Uh yeah, it was I mean, it's cool. Like just it's the thing where Jokic is just such a uh an unknown commodity in that he is just such a private person. And so any chance that you get to see the other side of this guy is just always um I don't know. It's like awesome and you love to see how happy he is and you love to see like that he was so happy yeah man like it's it's incredible like it's just i mean like seeing the baby herself like okay it's a baby but i just man you just you love that the that he is just so much bigger than this game that is so sullied and terrible uh and he's just every just everything about him is just so pure and like worth rooting for
3: yeah. Vote. Uh, apparently you say it right. How do you say it? Well, now it's a lot of pressure. Uh, Ognina? Say it Ognina.
2: again. Ognina. Ognina? Ognina? Okay. Ognina. Let's just all say it for like an hour. I think I'm we'll saying just... it right. There's now. a <laughs>
0: chance he named her something that would be a hard. He's like, what's the hardest thing for Americans
3: to pronounce? That way they just never say it. You, you know what I think? I One thing I appreciate about Jokic, I always get so concerned about the burnout This is a guy who seems to have a remarkable perspective on a a balanced life, a holistic approach.
0: Most underrated part of him. I actually think it affects his play, like him
3: as a player that he has such good perspective. Mm -hmm. He's such a, like, when basketball is in front of him, that's what is in front of him. And then I think when his family is what's in front of him, that's what's in front of him. And so on and so forth with the horses and down the line. Uh, Yeah, so I just think, This is a guy who, it was interesting, he talked about his daughter today and he said she helped him realize there's more to life than basketball, which I think is something we would have said about him even before that, right? As someone who seems to have that perspective. So I think this is, when I talked about the culmination earlier and the emotion for him, I mean, Jokic is in just such a crazy place in his life right now where everything is really coming together. And he's managed to keep a pretty healthy perspective on what's important to him, um, what what is just hard work, what needs to be endured, and so on and so forth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly think it, it's a big deal. Like he just he gets it, and it brings us to some of the commentary he had. And I'm telling you, we had so many um, mostly Serbs, but sometimes we just get like regular NBA fans that'll say something like, "Denver's never going to win a championship for Jokic. He needs to leave this or that." I mean part of this is like first i get it if all you care about is the championship aspect of this not the pursuit of it but just the championship aspect of it like i get it you want to go to the lakers or something like that and you'll probably end up getting a championship or two and maybe for you as a fan that will make you feel more whole it'll make you feel more like oh that that makes me feel better now about watching Jokic. what i love about Jokic, is and even today he was asked in serbian if Denver does not put a good team around you, will you leave? And he said, I'm not, my mind is not there. No, like I don't, I, I want to compete. And it's, it almost reminds me of Paul Millsap, what Paul Millsap said when he was asked about coming to Denver. And he's like, I have a story that I want to tell. And it's not the same story everybody wants, but it's my story. And that's how I want it to happen. I, I feel like that's yoke. It's like, yeah. I want to win a title. And I think we have a chance. We'll get to what he said about that part here in a bit. But it's like, I don't want a title. Like I don't just want to be given that full stop. That's the only thing. It's like, I want to earn it. I want to go out and and do that. And the challenge is doing that here in a place that has been so good to him, both the fan base and even the organization. And we just talked about flying out to this tiny town for six hours to be with him, like clearly care about him. That's the story he wants. And that's the perspective. That's why years like now you think oh is he going to be crushed by the narrative he doesn't care it's like you that's your guy's narrative it's not mine i know how to judge myself on this stuff and it's, it's just so refreshing but i do want to get to some of his quotes now and again he had that quote about i want to be in denver until they kick me out which should rest everybody everybody should be rest assured that like yoke is really is at least at this moment and i think for every moment since he arrived here he's not about that life of going around and chasing he like he's in denver his roots go deep there that he doesn't want to uproot himself and go anywhere else i think that part has become extremely clear over the last two or three months with some of his quotes including that one but there was an even better quote and that was when he was asked about changing team if they don't build this or that or actually this was on altitude i should say it's on altitude radio where he was asked about it And he was asked, do you dream? You close your eyes and dream about a championship. And he says, I don't have to close my eyes. I know it's, I know we have what it takes. And this is the first time And my, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the first time Jokic has kind of called his shot on this topic saying, look, we can win a title. We're ready to win a title. Not like we hope to or this or that, but like we can do it, and he, I have the confidence that we will just watch. Harrison, what did you make of, of that comment? Let
1: me pull it up, too, by the way, because I
0: feel like I'm butchering it a little.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think something about Jokic is, like, everything he says, He he's not trying to, at least I don't think he's ever trying to set a narrative or, or set a tone or, like, send a message. I, I just don't maybe I'm wrong on this, but like everything he says, he just kind of tells it as it is. Like at the beginning of the season, he was asked like, how do you think you guys are going to do this year without Jamal Murray? And he goes, (laughs) I don't know. We might be good. We might be bad. We'll see. He's just like, so it's like beyond being honest. And so I just think he was answering the question and being like, yeah. We have Jamal. We have me, we have Michael, we have a big team or a deep team. We've got experience. We got continuity. Yeah. Like we, we can go win it. I I just think that's his, that's his
3: perspective on it. Totally agree with Harrison. Um, and I, I think I've heard him say that before, maybe not in as quotable fashion, like that quote does make you want to run through a wall to your point. But I think I've heard him say in, in sort of other ways, like they, he's always thought this group is good enough. You know, that's the goal. And like where they're not good enough, it's not, well, let's go get this piece and that piece. It's like, let's get better at that together. But I I, I do think it's, it's cool to hear. We're hearing it right after Malone's comments, right? Mm-hmm. This is all what we want to hear right now. No more grace periods, no more next year, no more if and or, right? Let's get after it. But that that doesn't surprise me. I think, I I think Jokic does feel that way about this group.
2: Yeah, that's the thing about like he, in this time in the last two years when Jokic has really risen to prominence, won his two MVP awards, the Nuggets have not realistically been in a place where they could claim that it was time to win a championship. Had you know, the the brightest timeline continued on and we'd not lost MPJ and not lost Jamal, I think he would have heard a lot more like, okay, like, it's time, it's go time. Like, um Jokic has to be realistic because he is, I mean, he is, it, it, it's not that he hasn't been given a good team around him. It's just that, you know, that they've been befallen uh, by terrible circumstances that are outside of their control. And now it's like, okay, now that we're getting past this point, and we should, by all uh, you know, accounts, be out of purgatory, like it's go time. It, it, we're starting to hear that from everybody involved in this organization, right. like the, right. rec- the recognition that's like, yo, this was a gap year. It sucked. It, it was unavoidable. There's really nothing that could have happened with Max. Con- that amount of money sitting on the bench. There's simply no way to compete at the highest levels that we are. We were previously and we will be again when we have these guys. So um, I I imagine you'll, you'll hear this a lot. I, I think this, the drum is going to start to be uh, beat by a lot of different people because I, I, I personally feel it, too. I feel a shift now. Like, OK, you know, we sort of made it through the storm and now it's time to go. Um, so I love it. I love hearing that
0: here's the quote by the way just to kind of exactly what it is he was asked if he needs to shut his eyes can you envision a nuggets championship and he says i don't need to shut my eyes i know it and again that's just it's just such a forceful statement of like i know it um he also spoke to the media today um talking about how you know everybody surprised him they were only there for six hours caught me off guard thought it was really special um but I what I love about it is he, this is one of my favorite quotes from the day. He says, When you start playing basketball, he's asked about the MVP and dreaming about it. He says, When you start playing basketball, you want to win something as a group, as a team. All those individual awards come and go. People are picking who will win it. A championship is you as you winning it, as you taking it. I just love that one. Like where he's like, Did I dream of the MVP? No, I only dream of winning. Like the MVP is just a thing that I didn't even think about. And I believe it. It's earnest. Like This is, it is funny too about the idea of what players dream of being the MVP. I actually kind of side with this. It is weird to think about dreaming about an individual award. Yeah. When you're young, you're shooting baskets. You're like dreaming
3: of the game winner in the title. You're not dreaming (laughs) of like, like, dude, I hope Zach Lowe advocates for me in March.
2: (laughs) You're like, three, two, one. That's right. He set the all-time record for shooting percentage in the NBA. His, env- his MVP case is airtight. <laughs> yeah,
1: <So> true. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I, it, it, is, it is wild, though, that Yoke, he went the entire season just trying to win game after game after game, just doing what he felt like he needed to do to win as many games as possible. And then after 82 games was just the MVP, (laughs) you know, like he, all, all he wanted to do this season was just win games. And that, that translated into him becoming the MVP. But that quote is awesome because I actually, I've never thought about that. It's like, yeah, the championship, you're actually winning the MVP. Like you can you can make your case and you can do what you you can numbers wise and between the lines, but in the end, it's other people voting on it.
0: Right, right. The right. championship,
3: you can actually go out and win yourself. You're not coming back from the title ceremony win to the studio inside the NBA, and people are going, "I think Embiid should have won the title." Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah. You, you know, you it. can think you. It's not about thinking. We went out there and we played, and I won.
0: Yeah. Um. I one of my other favorite parts of his speech this morning. He was asked about the trophy. Thinks it sucks. I love that.
3: <laughs> He's like, yeah, I like the other one better. The ball. Because
0: <laughs> they gave him the ball, the crystal ball. Not a fan. He likes the original. What did you call it? He actually. I agree. It, it does one. suck. It does suck. It's he a says, terrible. The real one is cool. The ball is kind of meh that's how he said
3: it he's getting both though right the ball yes. is the 75th anniversary i don't care what am i doing who cares
0: i freaking love <laughs> the NBA made a special thing to commemorate the 75 years of it and it went to the one guy that has like it's completely
3: lost he's on. like yeah, oh no. the 75 it's been that
2: long you guys have that many wait a minute we forgot to bring up trophy design corner uh the graphic before we got into this yeah have so, you guys
1: actually but- ever looked at the mvp trophy really closely
2: the, of the, the 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 gentleman that is dribbling the basketball and is yeah like kind of rough looking it's actually a
1: really like poorly made trophy most <laughs> of i i just gotta say i'm it's looking iconic, at it closely it's iconic. for the first time
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that the bat the, the i was watching Jokic intently when he was palming and handling that glass or because it is so yeah. awkward, there's like not a great way to hang on to it, and like right, mercifully, like, yeah. he has giant hands and is able to. Manipulate a sphere-like object with uh, no issues, but like, still, he was being like a little bit like cavalier with it, and I was like, Ooh. "Come fun. on,
0: it's yoke, it's yoke." No,
2: I know. Powder. Well, I, I mean, obviously, he was just like, "Ooh," <laughs> <laughs> he d- didn't quite know what to do with it. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, I mean, it's, it's a, stu- it just is a stupid award. I'm glad to know that it is not fully replacing that other one. I thought it was fully re- replacing that other one. Um, so I'm I feel great knowing this information. You
1: guys know what the name of the MVP trophy actually is? Not not the Kia MVP, but like the the NBA figure it's named after. Is it the Bill Russell Award? Um, no.
2: Is it the uh, Jerry Sloan Award or some nonsense? <laughs> Who is it?
1: This says it's the uh, Maurice Podoloff
0: Award. Oh, oh. wow. Right. Uh, I'm not a fan of this. We're going to get it. Actually, let's take a break. On the other side, we're going to get into, there's actually, the NBA loves the MVP conversation so much this year that they created two more MVPs. We, you thought one was bad. We got two more MVPs coming up every single year. We'll talk about the on the other side.
1: Uh, guys, the American Raptors, uh, they play at Infinity Park in Glendale, Colorado. Make sure to download the DNVR Rugby Podcast with Colton Strickler. Subscribe to that on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. That's going to keep you locked into all the rugby news going on around Colorado and throughout the country. But if you want to make it out to a rugby game, check out the American Raptors at Infinity Park. They've got a team full of athletes who are coming from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, and track and field. Now they're on a rugby team together, all these former professional athletes they play at Infinity Park in Glendale. You can go to AmericanRaptors.com and grab a free ticket there for the upcoming season. If you can't make the game, AmericanRaptors.com streams all of their games from their website. Uh, so make sure to check that out. Again, AmericanRaptors.com to grab your free tickets and subscribe to the DNVR Rugby Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Short and and we're back.
0: And we are back. All right, segment three, we're going to have a little fun. Um, Finally. Finally. Finally, God, so sick of talking oh, about yoga. Real quick, we're going right. to get a couple of little news and notes out, items out of the way. Monty Williams was announced as coach of the year. Um, Eric, you're very happy with this.
2: It would be, I I would feel as outraged as the Embiid people do if Monty Williams did not get coach of the year either of these last two years where he has brought the Suns to the top team in the NBA two years running. And if there's no acknowledgement of that, it would be absurd. Like absolutely absurd.
0: The one thing I'll say is, if there was one person to me that deserves an award out of Phoenix, it would be James James Jones.
2: James Jones, the executive, like he built that team. Yeah, but like the but you still have to coach the team. I mean, like he has gotten them working with such efficiency. I mean, he's a great coach. Not your point. What I'm debating is, you would be so furious, and I'm just saying, like, I don't know. To
0: me, if I was ranking this, James Jones done the best job. Monty Williams second best job. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, the next best job in terms of like both of them are MVP candidates. But to me, if it was James Jones got the award but not Money, to me that would also make sense. I'd be like, okay, cool, they acknowledged a part of this team. I guess, so.
2: but I mean, how could you possibly know that? Like, uh, like the impact that one has over the other. You bring, even bringing the pieces together, like maybe they wouldn't work unless they were it was the right scenario. I'm just saying, like to me, that that is a that is a, a justice served. Like that guy. As much as, you know, like I'm not – I don't love the Phoenix Suns, but I I like when justice is done and, like, the right guy gets the award. I think that's – You cool. are a
3: big justice guy. I am. I'm Man, a huge justice, justice guy. A justice.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: I don't really want to spend too much time on this topic, so we're moving on. Eric's the only one with uh, a take. Instead, I'll throw it to vote because Zach Kleiman won the executive oh. of the year award. Vote. What are your thoughts on Zach Kleiman?
3: Yeah, this was the one I was itching to talk about, and I think – I think we're all glad he won this award because one thing that's really easy to see from the outside is the influence that he had. Like, every time I watch that team play, I'm just thinking, fucking Zach. Unreal. I love Uh, it that he's going to
1: dance around what team it is.
0: uh, So, yeah,
3: who cares? Um, Win. (laughs) To you. (laughs) What do you think was his best move, vote? You know, I like the way that the team plays without John Morant.
1: You know what's hilarious about Zach Kleinman of the Memphis Grizzlies winning this award? (laughs) I think the Memphis Grizzlies are the exact same team last year that they are this year. Like, they have the exact same roster outside of one trade, which was a bad trade.
0: Oh, Steven Adams for Jonas Valanciunas. It was a good trade. Get out of here. Let's argue. It felt bad at the time, but it worked out very, very swimmingly. Um, Look... (laughs) He did a good job. I'm not going to lie and say that, like, that wasn't a name that was, like, front and center. I mean, the job he had done is front and center. But it was – it's sometimes funny when an – un like, a guy whose name is just not spoken often is, like, all of a sudden the winner. And you're like, oh, Zach Kleiman. Now we all know Zach Kleiman better. So, yeah. there you go. But,
1: but it's, like, for – one of the people's big, like, things with these awards is you don't know what the criteria is. For executive of the year, There's there's absolutely, like, no criteria. That's because it's really
0: just the moves that were made that summer. When oftentimes it doesn't but, matter that. But that's move-
1: what I'm saying. He didn't make any moves. They, they made one. They right. made one, to they have one year. The, they have the exact same team pretty yeah. much as so they, they did last Zire, year. They, they drafted
0: Zaire Williamson, right? Or Zion Williams. So which way, how did I screw that up? But he he and he ends up starting for them for half the year. Like, you could make a and, and it was a weird pick. It was one of those picks that was like, man, I don't know this out of left field, and then it okay. ends up working. So. He made a he I agree with you in spirit, though, he made yeah, a couple that, yeah. moves that were like B plus moves, but they were on top of some A plus moves. And yeah. so you just combine it all together and be like, that this, was a great
2: one. This really, this these two awards, the coach of the year and the uh, executive of the year really should work out a lot like it does in the Oscars with director of the year and best picture. Like it should be that the coach of the year and executive of the year are awarded to the same team that made the biggest leap and were able to get, you know, like appreciably better over this season. Yeah. Um, but it does feel like it's just acknowledging the Suns and the... Yeah, Memphis Grizzlies. Like
3: they didn't have MVPs, but they were really good. It's you know? going to be like if Tim Conley wins it next year
0: because they end up adding like a backup small forward, you know. And it's going to be really like, Tim Conley. You're like, well, eight years ago he drafted Jokic. That's where, and now that tree has fully bloomed, <laughs> and then now he's yeah, well, the Andy Gelend an is really. Yeah, yeah.
2: And Jamal and Micah Porter Jr. came back. They're like, man, the Nuggets just got so much better this offseason with the number 24 Overnight. pick. Dude. Formidable squad. Yeah. So funny.
0: Um, all right, let's keep it moving. I want to go into the playoffs real quickly. Um, speaking of the Memphis Grizzlies, guys, last night, the Grizzlies won by 50 points. It was an absolute curb stomping of a game that they they put, a, a beat down that they put on the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors looked unprepared. First of all, it should be noted, Steve Kerr got covid in the protocols unavailable for the team kind of a big deal man like look we saw what happened when Michael Malone got COVID and Popeye Jones had to take over now Mike Brown he's an experienced head coach so that's a little bit different but nonetheless like I don't think we should be discounting that the Warriors have had to do a series basically without their head coach that's tough but John Morant most improved player really good during the regular season they won so many games without him. Their record without him was ridiculous. You get into the playoffs, you think, okay, well, that's not gonna happen again. What it happened again. First of all, <laughs> Dylan Brooks sabotaged game four and they almost won it anyway. Even with Dylan Brooks playing as terribly as he would somehow you don't have Jaw and you have Dylan Brooks being the worst player of all time, and you still almost win. And then you get into the next game and you win by 50. I'm sorry. I have been this way from the start. Ja Morant's a bad defender. And he kind of has the Luka thing where he eats up a lot of possessions, even though he is great. Sometimes there is something, too, if you do this 30 times in one year, including the playoffs where you're better without a guy or you keep winning without a guy, there's something to it. I'm not saying it's bad for John Moran. He's a bad player. I'm just saying there is something to this. It's no
2: longer, to me, coincidental. For sure, I mean, absolutely. the 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 only thing is that they're also really good with him, so it's sort of like I know
0: that's what's crazy.
2: Like so, it's it's mm-hmm. you don't so it, I I mean I guess they t- t- trade him will they get picks? Or... I'm not
0: advocating for something. like <laughs> crazy. I'm just making note of like yeah. this very weird thing that would not happen with almost well, any other is... player as ranked as highly as him
2: yeah it, it is remarkable here's what i will say about this series in general though like the, the warriors are going to win next game by 25 points maybe Marcus, yeah that's right you also think they were
0: going to win when they were down 20 at the half i
2: believe that i but they were just so deeply unserious uh, harrison and i were talking about really
0: this I, here's where I know you have one eyeball on this though they're already down uh Gary Payton. Now they're down Andre Guadala and maybe down Otto Porter. This is a team that didn't have depth to begin with. And now you take out three rotation pieces. They started the second half with Bia Good player. Hadn't played yet in the series. They yeah, put but him like start. Mm-hmm.
2: But who were those players on the, the, the Warriors squad that ran roughshod through the league and and like the those level of players that were on the bench there's a bunch of guys that were like very important at that time but they they're like just other guys they, the the emergence of of pool alone is the one that it tells me that if those guys can all get clicking like nothing will matter they that team was so they didn't care they were like all right whatever like He's they're dancing they're with the crowd guys
0: and they've lost- all three of
2: their good, dirty work guys. Other than Kavon Looney, he's the only
0: other Sponsor. guy who's, like, not a great player, but he's a good, dirty work guy so that Jordan Poole gets to run around and do stuff.
3: And surprisingly, I don't Wiggins as well.
1: <laughs> well yeah. And, and, and yeah, Jordan, right. Poole, Jordan Poole either looks like Steph Curry or mm-hmm. looks like a scrub. Yeah, like, there's no in-between. You're so like, weird. did you
3: just learn how to walk know, yesterday? He's, like, day. falling over.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. say this about Memphis, though. Them not being with John... I I didn't think it would carry over to the playoffs just because it's the playoffs and it's just like totally different than regular season when you can just beat up on bad teams and just use your depth to get wins. But the fact that they did win all those games without jaw, that means that when they all of a sudden don't have him in the playoffs, they're still going to have yeah. a ton of confidence. Like right. they absolutely think they can win without him in the playoffs because they won. In the regular season, doesn't matter who they played against, doesn't matter the quality of opponent, but just having that belief that you can win without him because you've done it in the past. That's kind of a lot of what we're
3: seeing now. Yeah. Is there a threshold crossed where he would never admit it, but just silently in the back of his head, John Morant's like, huh? Or is he just like, this is awesome, my squad's dope, yeah, like awesome. I'm that much more that, confident in he's that young that, enough one.
0: That, yeah, that one. Yeah, for he's sure. young enough that he gets to be that one. But if, like two years from now, like that, it could end up becoming a thing. I mean, it almost is Westbrook-esque where you're like, man, he puts up these crazy numbers, but somehow they're not as good when he's on the court. So it could end up evolving into that. I'm telling you, this is the thing. And we missed it with Yoke because he just was never embraced. We went straight from the like nobody paying attention to, oh, he's overrated. It's the thing with Ja. Everybody loves Ja for good okay, reason. Man. He's great personality. A year or two from now, right. those things will matter more because people right. will, they'll just be a little tired of the same story. It's just the way that the life cycle of it. Um, the other game, of course, being Milwaukee beating uh, the Celtics in a come Oh my thing. God. Um, this is, this is why I have to bring this up. People get mad at me. I'm going to lose. We just did this whole Serbia's tuning in. We got 300 live viewers in Serbia i am hesitant to give yoke best player in the world title i am just to me i i want when i speak about Jokic, i want everyone to know i'm not just being the homer like we just have everybody from different cities i think yoke's the rightful mvp this year and last year no to me it's like pretty definitive but best player i still give it to Giannis because he's the reigning champion who did it on the biggest level if you just look at these two teams and say you're down middleton they're peaking the boston celtics are peaking Doesn't matter. Giannis still finds a way to get it done. I have to tip my hat to this guy and I hope we all appreciate it because when Yoke is in that spot, I hope everybody appreciates it. Um, But what Giannis is doing there, like to me, I thought this was a five game Celtics win. You lose Middleton. That's the Last year, Middleton got all the credit for why the Bucs got over the hump. They started playing through him in the clutch. Guess what? Plus time last game. They don't have Middleton. They come from behind to win the game. Yeah. I just I give Milwaukee a lot of credit, and I give Giannis an enormous amount of credit, man. The difference the- one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals, despite not having Middleton, is very impressive.
2: Yeah, yeah, but he relies like Drew Holiday had the two biggest players of that uh, of that comeback. He, like sure. Giannis, well, I mean that's not sure. Like that would have to be Jokic that completed both of those if it were for the Denver Nuggets. it was like, there's no one. It wasn't like, oh man, hopefully Bones H- Highland will step up, knock down an absolute nails three, and then block the way too. Like, no, I know that, but so like, I to me like that. Uh, just arguing, you know, the impact that one that both can have, and and who is the the, the best player in the world? Like, um, you know, it, it's buoyed a little bit by it's the 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 the, the surrounding cast like helps janice be as great as he is and i don't think that he can do what Jokic can do like if left alone yeah like he if left unto his own devices he has no one else at all to rely upon like Jokic, he Jokic had people that would step up from time to time but there was not one guy that you're like okay Hopefully, Aaron Gordon shows up. Me, Hopefully, is, whatever. To me, this is a little bit though, Eric, like if you went to the bubble,
0: you're like, well, Murray saved him in the bubble. And it's like, no, it wasn't true. Murray was awesome. Jokic was also awesome. Like, they both get credit for it. Well, oh, right, but night, that's kind of the same way. Like, Giannis had 41 points last night. Sure. Yes, true holiday made some big time plays. That's part of To win a championship, you have to have good teammates. He has one fewer than he should have. But yes, but you're still... saying,
2: like, the fact that they won that game is an argument for how dominant and and why he should it's be considered the best player in the world. But I to, I am arguing that he didn't get that done. Like Drew next, Holiday got that done. Next year when yoke is doing this and Jamal Murray hits a big
0: 3 or Michael Porter yeah. hits a big 3, I'm I just want everyone to give Jokic the the mantle. Yes. And right now I, the fact that Giannis is in that position, I just I let him maintain the mantle because he is the reigning champion and because he is still getting it done. Yes, it's different. He has different circumstances, but I'm just telling you I'm setting the table for next year when Yoke does this. I'm gonna I want everybody to understand
3: yes. there's he's got it now. Giannis is approaching that LeBron level though, where the goalposts keep moving. Like I did not think Giannis had a good fourth quarter to the point Eric was making. Like both teams were were throwing that game away in the final eight minutes, in my opinion. But oh it was uh, beautiful on the Celtics end, though, man. I, <laughs> oh my god. I'm telling you like the, the cool thing about this, you're, you're
0: glazing over it, and I can't believe you are. Maybe you're oh. so shook that you don't want to do this. This was a Drew Hamlin
3: special. This oh, was I a close game, just what yeah. like you need. Three sidestep follow-aways. Like, no, you don't. You oh, don't not just that. that. 19 seconds off on the shot clock. Where did I miss? Was I short front rim? Oh, it's a fast break. That's incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, I was cackling to myself at that Tatum shot selection. But I will say this about Giannis. For a little bit in the fourth, and I was joking, but I put it in the slack. I'm like, no bag Twitter scratching at the coffin right now. Let you check the box score. Ah shit, he's got thirty nine and ten. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Giannis is at this yeah. level where you like. I often see what he can't do because I'm expecting him to be perfect. I think Jokic is kind of nearing that as well, but Giannis on this like national scale of you're always like, man, he really should get a move or two. Oh, he's been the best player on the floor in the the best playoff series in the
0: And he now. also makes winning plays to your point. Like you're right that there is the made the shot or did the dunk or whatever made the block. There those are big plays. But there's also just the winning plays, man. And and Giannis even when he has bad games makes winning plays. Jokic even when he has bad plays makes winning plays. I those are the two and Steph Curry would maybe be the only other guy. Draymond Green, Steph Curry is a duo. He's floor for a bad game. And then they just they always do the things that you can control. And the, the shots or this or that, you can't always control. but And they're spectacular at it. And I just I just have to give you honest credit for that. Just the way I view basketball and the way I analyze it. Last thing. Um, the NBA has updated. They're adding trophies, guys. They have updated. Finally! Now. A fucking I know. worthwhile so conversation. Crazy. Let's go. It was so ridiculous. Um, we now have a tr- uh, an MVP for the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. The Western Conference Finals Trophy, here oh, they are, baby. will be known as the Magic Johnson Trophy or okay. Award. Yes. And the Eastern Conference will be known as the Larry Bird Award. Meanwhile,
3: all, Michael Jordan is lying in like, corner. What the fuck, dude?
2: I, I am so – I need to get other vantage points of this. I am so confused by what that gold is thing that is like the tentacle that's going up the back side of those balls it, i i cannot figure what out what that? it is i don't know i don't know what it is it looks it's like it
1: about, i think that's just a bad angle or something
2: i think it's a reflection oh it's the other trophy reflecting it is, it is. yep oh thank yeah. you for it's helping me break, break that down i'm like ball. what yeah I'm like, I thought they were glass and I, we were seeing through and there's mm. some sort of like golden tendril coming down. Okay, You're it's on. the reflection of the other trophy. Um, I wish that they those two had some sort of visual distinction from one another really like they look like two identical trophies i would I think prefer, they are one says the larry Bird. i would like prefer that's johnson Larry bird's face like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <"Hey."> <laughs> <laughs> yeah or the ball in the set of the ball is yeah. that person's head that's just on top of there I, I that say, would be dope
0: i would <laughs> just call these i i get the whole i want to nod to the, our history or whatever but like hockey has this where i'm always talking to the hockey guys and i'm like well tell me how good is kale mccarr and they're like well he, third con smite fourth petribe and i'm one like when the, the heart
2: when the yeah when like, what, what does that know, that is
0: he, that like, well, he's a president's runner-up and, and i'm like okay so he had the most points like, what <laughs> like yeah. yes. in hockey
2: con Eastern Smyth, conference
0: finals mvp is like everybody i don't have to explain that to anyone it's like oh yeah Jokic. yeah we're gonna be
2: like oh MVP. man is he gonna win the magic johnson <laughs> <laughs> Is he uh, going to win the Bob Cousy? Yeah,
3: no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. I know. By the, way,
0: the Eastern Conference champion is the Bob Cousy, and the Western Conference champion is now the uh, Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robertson. There All go. right, that
3: one's a little
2: silly.
0: Oh, look, they are different though. Aaron. Look, these, <laughs> these
2: are these are different. One is on uh, a plate of golden spaghetti, and the other one is on a like a kicking tee so it perfect is like a, so oh is same thing one. same thing same thing oh wow that's okay they have a theme and they're does that carrying do anything it out. for you Oh uh, wow uh, yes me. i don't know yes it does <laughs> it does it for
0: me i'm like you know what they are unique no. <laughs> i dig the idea of having a conference finals mvp and a finals mvp i dig it i think it's cool i think it i think it's a cool thing it rewards sort of winning I don't know that we'll have tons of like debates over this. Generally no, speaking totally in a playoff series, we have the only time I could ever think about there being controversy for who should be the finals MVP was both of Steph Curry's like controversial ones where it's like, right. oh, I don't know. In my opinion, he should have won them. Andre Iguodala is the craziest winner I could possibly it's think hilarious. of. It's hilarious.
3: That's a LeBron James legacy award right there. You just get yeah. up to LeBron
0: at that point. Like, right? Dude, it's yeah.
3: it's going to be great too. When
2: next season we're like, listen, Jokic won the Magic Johnson. He won the like uh, two-time MVP. You can't tell me this guy's not worthy. <laughs> Who has more Larry Bird trophies? Jokic or Larry Bird? Yeah. yeah right, just right. yeah. Well, hopefully this... Jokic
0: never has a Larry Bird trophy.
2: Will Embiid ever I'm win a not. Bob Cousy? Even one time?
0: <laughs> I don't even know. I don't want him to ever have a Bob Cousy because that would not have happened in Denver. Uh, that was an Easter conference. Uh, I think it's really cool, man. Harrison, you into it, aren't you?
1: Uh, kind of um i i feel like the one thing we do need is a um an all playoff team right
0: here's the hard part of that does you have to go into the deep like can you, know. open, you made the all playoff team he only played five playoff games
3: i don't Where know but keep- i kind of want to debate it <laughs> <laughs> which kind of which also begs the question who gives a shit you know when like, you <laughs> Hmm. Does anyone feel like there's a chance that this is a participation trophy for a certain player, and that will be laced in irony when that certain player doesn't reach this certain round anyway?
0: Who are we talking about here? I,
3: I, nah, just throwing an idea out there. I'll let everyone come to their own conclusion.
0: <laughs> like, what are, Is this Tatum? No, is, I think he's no, talking about Joel Embiid. No, you're saying and
3: like B? Joel Embiid
1: is going to finish his career with like with 10 seven Larry, Larry Birds, Birds, but zero...
3: <laughs> MVP. So no, I'm so- saying he's got to make it to the conference finals. First. <laughs> Next year, they add the
0: second round, the Eastern Conference the right. semifinal MVP. Oh my <laughs> I Joel Embiid. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the rights to ricky sanchez <laughs> participation trophy
1: oh my god you already got one my one uh my one thought for the award we don't have that we need is just the nikola Jokic award and it just goes to the best human you just vote on who the best <laughs> human is every single year do they have and be, that do they guy have wins the nikola Jokic award and it just a picture it's just a trophy of a horse.
2: Is it does it have to be an NBA player at that point or they Nikoli Jokic transcends. No, it could like just,
1: a, it could really just be anybody in the greater absolutely. NBA world. Who trust, you know?
0: who golly, yeah, like, it could honestly
1: go to you D line. It could go to you. You're you're in the greater NBA world.
0: No way, Eric's winning the Jokic award. Come on! (laughs) Oh my God! I want the Jokic. No, no,
1: no! I'm saying, I'm saying you could be in the conversation. He's (laughs) in
2: the conversation. Would you guys fight on my behalf when they were like? D-Line does not deserve the Nikola Jokic Top Human Award. Would you come to my defense as I have to our King's defense?
0: So here's one thing, no, and I, I'm okay. going to talk about this. <laughs> By the way, guys, here at in two hours, a little less than two hours, I'm going to be hosting the Denver Sports Podcast, which is a weekly podcast we do here at DNBR. We bring the different people from different beats to discuss things. We're going to talk about the best MVP winners and MVP seasons in Colorado sports history. Very excited. It was fun researching this one and getting the notes and stuff ready for it. So we're going to be doing that at 415. You're not going to want to miss it. But one thing I came up on, and Eric, maybe you can help me with this. Maybe you can. not In the NHL, they have, again, whatever they call it. Is it the heart? What, what do they
2: call the it? The MVP is known as the heart trophy. The okay. MVP of the playoffs is called the Con Smythe.
0: The con Smythe. So this is what I like. You can win both from the like media vote, and then you could win another one that's from the player vote, and it's two different awards. Now I hate that they have different names like that. So you have to know con Smythe versus Hart, and it means nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's,
2: it's called Adam. It's called gatekeeping. Uh, what don't you understand about this?
0: It is gatekeeping. But here's what I think. <laughs> all these people are like, all these ex-players are like, we need to come up with our own. You know where we, and, <laughs> I, I I don't want them to replace the current NBA MVP. But I look, man, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if the players voted on a a secondary. Oh like, yeah, like you the, the, the second, second annual, the real annual Award.
2: Yeah, the, the second annual Shaquille O'Neal, uh, dumbfuck award, and then they. It, it would be hilarious <laughs>
0: to go back in time too and be like, "Wow, Stefan Marbury
1: really won three. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think
0: they did this at one
2: point. It's,
1: yeah. They they it's, did this a, really? like years ago, and I yeah. think the actually the only. Maybe they did it twice, but the only year I remember them doing it is when Westbrook won the MVP, and the players picked Harden.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they're like, and this year the winner of uh, that boy got that got the dog in him award is <laughs> John Morant. <laughs>
0: It would be incredible. This year the guy
2: who isn't in the league but
1: should be in the league goes
3: to Jamal Anthony Girl. Carmelo's like, I'm in
0: the league. (laughs) Oh, that'd be so funny. All right, that does it today, guys. Tomorrow we're back to talk about the MVP award. Yeah, so we finally! Have
1: a super chat, super chat, super chat! Oh, we do have super a super chat, chat
0: to get to. Thank you, Kale, super producer Kale. Wait, don't get us out. You know what's funny, Kale, is you literally control the show. Like I, I can't yeah, we get
2: could be like, out. well, it's over, and we're we're just stuck here. Let's, check,
0: let's check it out. It is from Clarence Molina. He <laughs> says, "Ooh, twenty dollar homie right here." He says, "The owner, GM, coach, trainers went to his homeland. Don't forget PR. Uh, not a hotel or restaurant. His home to celebrate his MVP." Shows that Nuggets Org is a family. Let's get some deaf wing help for him. We pay in the tax anyway. Time to go all in. Hell yeah, Clarence. 100%, 1,000% uh, agree with you. Um, and, and like I we said at the top of the show here, that it really is meaningful that they went out in the way that they did. And to be honest with you, I kind of liked it. It was only like six guys. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Yeah, it was a representative guys. of all of the pillars of the Nuggets organization. Um, you know, Ownership, management, coaching, PR, don't, don't, training staff.
2: The one thing I will say that I'm a little dismayed about is that uh, I'm sure you've seen the hulking, enormous banner that is hanging in Belgrade, Serbia, congratulating Nikola Jokic for his historic back-to-back MVP victory. And I have not seen nary a sign, a poster, a leaflet, a handout in the city of Denver. Uh, yeah, like once once the jet lands, let's maybe uh, make a call to the marketing team for the Denver Nuggets. It's Please so wake true. up. Marketing team for the Denver Nuggets. Right, Market this man. Market this team. Vacation, man. Oh, my God. Make that you have a it's great so natural resource with that, that you could work with. And it is such an easy story to tell. And it needs to be told. I don't know what you're doing. Please listen to me yelling at you and figure it out. Figure it out.
0: such great stuff. Tomorrow we're back with Miroslav, who's going to better prepare us for our trip. Oh, by the way, I meant to say, Jokic said like how much these guys, I know how hard it is to get here. And just seeing that they would come this far, it means so much to me. I wonder if he'll say the same thing. He might have a different tune about our effort. I hope not. Yo, please love us when we go. Don't even love us. Just don't hate us. Just let us be there. So Just don't hate us. Either. Don't even have to be there. Just Don't, don't kick us out. Yeah, yeah, like don't wait. send us out. Miroslav with us tomorrow for Serbian corner. We'll see you then.
2: Let's go.